1: All right, gang. Well, we have no idea if this is going to be funny or not.
0: <laughs> it's going to be hilarious.
1: <laughs> it's a laugh a minute podcast about the demise of our marriage, guys. This is going to be a really good time. But buckle up, kids. This is going to get nuts. So, yeah, here we are. I think we should start. This is the first one of these we've done, which I think will be abundantly clear by the fact that we have no idea what the fuck we're doing. Correct. Uh, but what which I think
0: mirrors what we're doing in our relationship that's right
1: the podcast is really a microcosm (laughs) of our confusion (laughs) writ large so i think we should start by setting the scene because i think our plan is to release all of these at some later date uh, when you can binge them all and, and sort of experience the demise of our marriage uh, very quickly, instead of the slow, torturous route that we're taking, you can binge it, right? Yeah, <laughs> binge that some bitch in three or four weeks and just get it over with. You don't
0: have to wait for season two, <laughs> season three.
1: Let's end this motherfucker on a cliffhanger, though. I think. Yeah. American yeah. American style. Will they? Won't they? Yeah. Who knows? We're sort of the anti Jim and Pam, right? Will we stay together or not? <laughs> Though they also did that on The Office, didn't they did. They? They yeah. did. Oh, yeah. those last seasons were rough. That's true. Yeah, ours is going to be a whole lot funnier than that. All right, gang. A minute and thirty-nine in, and we already had to cut a long, awkward pause where we didn't know what to say. We're off to a good start. Mm-hmm. Off to a good start. So anyways, today is April 7th. It's actually our daughter's 10th birthday.
0: Right. Yeah,
1: so we ate a shit ton of cake and ice cream before we recorded this. Bunch
0: of Thai food (laughs) followed by cake and ice cream. What
1: 10-year-old doesn't want Thai food for her birthday? That was her request. It was her request, and I was skeptical, and she loved it.
0: She uh, went ham on that chicken salad.
1: (laughs) She licked her plate clean. She did. Yeah. So we uh, we did that today and as far as what we're doing, do you want to describe our living situation right now?
0: Yeah, I would love to describe please our describe living situation for the right listeners.
1: Now. You're the poet, so you can sort of set this scene poetically.
0: Yeah, lyrically.
1: <laughs> Could you put this in a sestina for me, please?
0: Uh there once was a couple from Bama
1: <laughs> who got themselves into a real jam. <laughs>
0: Their marriage was fucked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're all out of luck.
0: I really want to make a podcast line, but I don't know what right. it is.
1: Yeah, amma rama jama. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Roll tide. <laughs> Done. Uh yeah, so we have been separated off and on this year. I believe this will come as a surprise to most of y'all. Yes. Um, some of our listeners who are also friends in real life are obviously aware of the situation, but I think even uh, our friends who are our real life friends are not completely aware of the ins and outs of all the details. And that was on purpose. The
1: ins and outs and the what have
0: used. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was a, it was a, it was a often shifting, developing situation. And so I think, you know, on our end, some of that was on purpose, but some of it was also just we were often in a position where we ourselves did not know what exactly what was happening.
1: Sure. We have no answers to your questions, everyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: That's important to <laughs> we, know right now. Yeah,
1: we cannot explain what's going on because we have no idea.
0: But we separated briefly... Back in in November, the beginning of November. To
1: put... uh, Sorry, I interrupted you. I was going to say to put... Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Now the claws are really coming out, gang. (laughs) Uh, To put that in Bachelor terms, that was the middle of Michelle's season.
0: I was wondering, did you think of that off the top of your head?
1: No, I had remembered because I was going to reassure the listener that we have actually been separated for some time
0: and none of you knew (laughs) no one
1: was the wiser
0: you guys just got punked
1: (laughs) this has all been we've never been married We're actually brother and sister.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's what that woman at the Indian restaurant thought. I know. And you then could...
0: that woman at Walmart thought you were the angel Gabriel. Well, a
1: descendant of the angel Gabriel, which I could be. Yeah. She is a seer who can see people's backgrounds. Prove her wrong. <laughs> I can't. You can't. I can't. No, it's, I was thinking about that because we yeah, we separated mid-Michelle season. Got back together, I think. We mark
0: all major events in our lives by Bachelor, by the way. Oh,
1: absolutely. Bachelor chronology is (laughs) how I structure my entire life.
0: (laughs) Was it November? I don't remember. It was (laughs) mid-Michelle.
1: I think she had just cut the pizzapreneur. preneur.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good, good callback.
1: Thanks. Petey, yeah, this uh, I can't believe this stuff is still in my brain.
0: It's, imagine what you could do.
1: With this brain power devoted to something like my marriage, for instance. <laughs> <laughs>
0: imagine maybe, how happy we could have been. Maybe
1: if I remembered what kind of jewelry you like instead <laughs> of who was the pizzapreneur on The Bachelor. Oh, uh,
0: What woman doesn't like heart-shaped jewelry? <laughs> I never
1: I got you heart-shaped jewelry. It never happened. I mean, I got you some terrible jewelry.
0: Honestly, I feel like I might have liked some heart-shaped jewelry. No. At least it would have felt genuine. <laughs> You're doing this
1: now? 14 years <laughs> in? after you have been giving me shit for this heart-shaped jewelry I that I never got? I think you did got? give
0: me one thing of heart-shaped jewelry early on in our relationship.
1: That could be true. That sounds in character. Mm-hmm. In keeping with my strategy of throwing stuff at the wall to see what sticks <laughs> when it comes to jewelry.
0: Very little. <laughs>
1: I am a bird looking at shiny baubles when it comes to that. It all looks the same to me. Um, one other... Oh, so you, you want to finish? I asked you to yeah, describe our situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: So separated for a while back in November slash Michelle's season. Mm-hmm. Got back together for a month and a half-ish right. over the holidays. Right around we got, Thanksgiving. We got COVID at yeah. Thanksgiving. The
1: listener remembers that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. We recorded separately. Yes. Actually... Fun fact, <laughs> I was in our rental house during that recording.
1: Fun fact, we recorded separately, but we are actually back together. Yeah, that's irony. Right.
0: Yeah. Oh, is that irony? That is
1: irony right there. It's
0: It was like a room full of 10,000 spoons, but all I needed was a knife. <laughs>
1: <laughs> to stab me. It was
0: like meeting the man of my dreams and then meeting his beautiful wife. And like, sleeping with him anyway.
1: <laughs> it's like meeting the man of your dreams and... And marrying him and 13 years later being like, meh, I don't know. (laughs)
0: Is this really what we want?
1: I think we can wake up from this dream. Are
0: we really happy? (laughs) Um, We don't know. We got back together over the holidays Mm -hmm. and then separated again mid-February. Yeah. And have been separated since. Yeah,
1: shortly after your birthday, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I guess... That's right, because we were separated on Valentine's Day. Yes, we were. When we had a lovely Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah, we
1: went to the Rage Room. Honestly,
0: it was one of the best Valentines I feel like we've ever had. Yeah, Uh, yeah,
1: we went and got Vietnamese food and went and smashed stuff at the Rage Room.
0: Again, irony. And I think, as we have commented several times throughout the separation, one one of the greatest ironies of this that we seem to be enjoying each other more through the separation.
1: Weirdly when we spend a little less time together and maybe uh, take some things off the table that are very frustrating, suddenly we're having a little more fun together.
0: remember what we like about each other.
1: Podcasting.
0: Being friends. (laughs) Co-parenting.
1: Well, not that. But but we're good at it.
0: Parenting separately so that neither one of us is annoying the other with our parenting style.
1: (laughs) That's the real key. There's a hot separation tip for you right there
0: just don't know what the other person is doing
1: (laughs) don't have to look at their face a bunch yeah that's a tip that's a hot tip for all of you out there
0: at this point we've been separated since early winter yes say
1: yeah so again right towards the beginning of of february yeah
0: yeah that's true early
1: clayton season they hadn't even gone to toronto yet
0: listeners let us say podcasting during this separation once we got over some of i mean we definitely had a few episodes that were awkward for us i think we wrote it out pretty well um but I found podcasting Clayton's season delightful. Oh, me too. Uh, add that to the list of things that have become much more pleasant now that we're separated. I was
1: going to say we gotten way worse podcast fights oh. before we separated. Honestly,
0: I'm surprised we didn't divorce due to some of the podcast fights that we've gotten into much earlier. Your
1: Honor, I'd like to present this audio clip <laughs> to explain why we're getting a divorce. It's from our podcast probably that, bald,
0: that baldhead island fight oh
1: god
0: i was like i'm gonna kill you
1: yeah no we couldn't record because there was that time <laughs> yeah. when i accidentally spoiled the season finale for you like 10 minutes before it was revealed uh, what happened i don't even Oof. remember that i it's always shocking to me like massive fights we had where you're like i don't even remember that
0: well i think sometimes you think that we've had a massive fight and i'm like "Eh, that was a tuesday
1: yeah no that might be one of the problems (laughs) now now that we're talking it over now that we're sort of monday morning quarterbacking Uh... this thing that might have been one of the issues
0: and i guess you want to explain maybe the point of this podcast because that's a good segue we are kind of monday morning quarterbacking it But it's not really, I mean, I don't think we have a specific goal in mind other than to kind of explore what's going on.
1: Yes, to have some insightful conversations between ourselves that we want to let about 1,000 other people listen to.
0: Up to 1,500 if our ads (laughs) hit right.
1: (laughs) If we really get the SEO going on this thing.
0: I feel like we're going to lose our KY sponsorship.
1: (laughs) Or not.
0: Maybe not. Maybe they'll like this. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the lube of (laughs) separatism.
1: Yeah, so the point of this podcast, we're still figuring it out, but it's essentially one, we like podcasting.
0: We do. We we love y'all. Had
1: a real lull right now
0: bachelorettes not coming back until july well
1: that's what happens when you got two bachelorettes god (laughs) it's twice as complicated
0: what are we gonna do with our lives (laughs) this apparently (laughs) separate and record a a podcast depression
1: (laughs) yeah so i think our goal is to chronicle what's going on you know the other thing that we have noticed is there have been a lot more books podcasts stories about people whose marriages change or end in ways that aren't super hostile Mm -hmm. and we have found a lot of insight and comfort in those stories so maybe we can provide such a story for the world
0: that's right we were saying i think in real life i mean we don't know a ton of people who have had just downright nasty divorces but we do know some um, and I think we know a lot of people who have had fairly acrimonious divorces. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they haven't gotten super ugly, but, but that is not our situation. We both still really like each other and we both still really love each other. Um, and that's not to say that it hasn't been ugly at times. We've gotten in big fights and I think we've both gotten really angry about stuff. We've definitely both cried a lot, a lot, a lot. A like lot. A yeah,
1: lot. ooh, a lot. <laughs> yeah, there's many times where the summer place theme would have been needed to oh, play for hours, hours. <laughs> hours, gang. In fact, Anna would sit down at the piano sometimes and play it during and our just... fights because it soothes us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but overall. I would say that we find ourselves in a weird boat of knowing that the separation is the right thing um, and feeling pretty good about it, but also being in a weird position of not knowing what that means because we do like each other so much still and we, we honestly are really good friends. We rely on each other for a lot. Um, and, I mean, again, one of the things that we've said is it would obviously be terrible to go through a really um, ugly divorce, but at least then things are pretty cut and dry, I think.
1: Right. You hear that? People who went through an ugly divorce, you're lucky.
0: (laughs) You're not lucky. (laughs) We're getting along so well. (laughs) We are very grateful that we're not doing that, but it does mean that we exist in this kind of weird gray area where I think at least for us in our personal lives, there aren't as many, examples to look to but you're right like we've found a lot of books and podcasts and things like that that have been helpful for us to be like oh so we're not crazy yes like you can love someone but still maybe not want to be married to them
1: right for instance just tonight who did we hear is doing the same thing
0: keenan
1: thompson Kenan, yeah keenan yeah <laughs> keenan's <Kenan. Yeah, laughs> doing it yeah and if keenan can do it we can do Damn
0: it. it we can do it
1: actually we're very on trend Right now. Who else? There was another.
0: I mean, again, I I do believe that our phones are always listening to us. So they're probably picking up on my brainwaves of constantly thinking, what does it mean to consciously uncouple? (laughs) Um, But no, I mean, I think whether it's the phone, you know, algorithm feeding me this stuff. But I don't think it is. Like I forwarded you that Vogue article two days ago that was like. More and more couples are just choosing to separate. Like, I mean, I don't know. It seems like we're not alone, even though it is a strange position to be in.
1: Right. But it is very helpful to see other people are doing this. Because what, Ben Stiller and his wife separated for four years and then got back together. There's a bunch of these types of stories out there. Mm -hmm. Like there's that Great Atlantic article you sent. There was the book, But You Seem So Happy That We Both Just Read. Right.
0: We enjoyed that book. It's about a, it's a memoir by a woman who divorces from, well, they separate. Right. I don't think that as of right now, they're still not divorced. Right. But they end up just still living together. Mm-hmm, and part of kids. that is COVID. But it was also just, I mean, again, a situation kind of like ours, like they didn't hate each other. There was still a lot that they enjoyed about each mm-hmm. other. And, and, and I think part of it too, is recognizing that there's a great benefit from still cultivating a really close relationship and taking advantage of the things that are still working well.
1: Right. Focusing on what you're actually good at and right. what's working in the relationship and maybe leaving behind some of the things that are not
0: working. Right. But then trying to figure out what that means for the rest of it.
1: Right. It's a very strange situation because the relationship is undefined, right? Because we're not ours. Yeah, yeah. ours. Like we're not just friends. We're not just co parents. Right. We're There's not, not really just really a word right.
0: for yeah.
1: We need to coin a word. Let's make that our goal in this okay. podcast to and coin a word. We'll award. copyright it. Yes, we'll trademark Fuck it. Fuck you, Gwyneth
0: Paltrow.
1: <laughs> so you you mentioned conscious uncoupling. Yeah,
0: we did. We read that. We started to read that book in the initial separation back in the fall. And then I think both of us kind of got lazy about it when we pseudo got back together. Sure,
1: right. Because it, it's like, We're well, like, I'm not going to read sh- these this one. Yeah. We don't need this. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. I have to say, what I read was pretty helpful, even though I have mocked the idea of conscious uncoupling for, what, 10 years now? How long has that been a thing?
0: A while. Yeah, I mean, however long. Because I feel like it just got a bad rap because it got associated with Gwyneth Paltrow. Yes, if
1: another celebrity had made it famous, it would have been fine. Right. And, I mean, yeah. it's
0: not like it's her theory. Like, it's a it's a licensed therapist, psychiatrist that came up with it and wrote the book. right? And Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris... Chris, Chris Martin, Martin, Martin Thank you. You. yes, just used it. Yeah. And but then again, made it famous. Right?
1: Well, and that's just it is I just assumed it was her idea.
0: I <laughs> that's how loved little that I idea. Knew. Like, do, I mean, I know you do you remember like, going on a walk? I think we've talked about this. It was several, it was at least like three or four years ago. Okay. And I had told, I was telling you about a blogger that I follow who essentially had consciously uncoupled mm-hmm. from her husband. Like they met in college, they grew apart. They had a a, a baby together who was then maybe four or five years old, but they kind of realized that they were basically friends and on different paths and not happy, you know, anymore mm-hmm. as a married couple. And it was very consciously uncoupling, like, you know, they were still, they were very supportive of each Mm -hmm. other, et cetera, et cetera. And then, I mean, the flip side of it, or I guess not the flip side of it, but as it, as the separation grew more defined... Like, that she would go on these amazing trips on the weeks that, like... I do
1: we were, remember this now, And don't yes. you remember
0: me so, I was like, it just doesn't sound that bad. Yeah, no, like, I do remember
1: you. And I was like, no, it sounds terrible. Yeah, you were like, yeah. we
0: would never do that.
1: Right, it sounds awful.
0: But it's not. <laughs>
1: I'm working on it. Parts, <laughs> it. parts of it are awful. Yes.
0: And I, I do feel like we need to say that very clearly. Like, this has been awful.
1: Yeah, we are not... I mean, we are working through it the best we can, but it often sucks. We're not trying to make light of it. Yeah, and I think we have often both said to each other, like, this sucks.
0: Oh, I mean, not just this sucks. Like, this is the hardest thing either one of us has ever been through.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and we have had pretty easy lives. Yeah, we we come from a lot of privilege. We are very (laughs) privileged people, but But it's not a good time. No, it's
0: not. It's something to comment on because I think... Ours is probably a best case scenario-ish type situation, and it's still just fucking awful. Yeah.
1: No, it's, it's not a good time. It's very confusing. And I think that I, I like to say that we are doing well graded on a curve. But that doesn't mean that we're doing well.
0: You know other couples who are like getting uh, restraining orders against spouses and having the police called to settle domestic disputes. And we're not there. Yet.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You have not had to file a restraining order against me. Yet. You can't because then we couldn't do the podcast. So I guess we could do it remotely. Wouldn't
0: wouldn't that be an interesting twist? (laughs) Call from Connecticut Correctional (laughs) Facility.
1: This is a Global CalLink prepaid call from Adnan an inmate at a Maryland Correctional Facility. But yeah, you could just write in the restraining order like, well, we can still podcast together, but that's the only contact we can have of any kind.
0: One day a week for one hour.
1: <laughs> Supervised by a judge. Yes, yeah, that's right. We could put, we could mic them too. They could be part of it. Yeah, they yeah. could
0: become like a, a kind of secondary character. <laughs>
1: a talking head, if they you will. They could be like
0: Polly on The Bachelor.
1: <laughs> Polly Walnuts.
0: <Yeah. laughs> Isn't that what his name is? Yeah, yeah, oh. like security guard that they're always like, "Hey, Big Polly."
1: <laughs> Wait, on The Sopranos?
0: No, on The Bachelor.
1: Oh, oh, right. I was thinking he of like Polly Walms. The... Yeah, yeah, episodes. right, right, right. Yes, yeah. so was he the one who was dressed up like an elf? Yep. Yeah, sure. And their mm-hmm. fucking Christmas episode. Christmas episodes are always terrible. The Bachelor was no uh, no exception to that. Yeah, so living wise, you Mm -hmm. wanna explain what we're doing?
0: Why don't you explain what we're doing? Why are you making me explain all of it? Well,
1: you're a good explainer. I'll explain. (laughs) Let's see how you like this explanation. So starting let's see. Starting in March, March one, we rented a cabin in the nearby state park about (laughs) ten minutes away. Which
0: we said was either going to become a little bit like on Walden Pond (laughs) or The Shining. It actually sort
1: of turned into neither just sort of a general malaise, but in more nature. Yeah, Yeah, like a sadness, but there's crickets chirping.
0: Yeah, it's a beautiful sunrise, but look, you're alone.
1: (laughs) And you have no idea what you're going to do with the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we rented that and we switch off in there. So the kids stay at the house and we switch off nights at the cabin. Mm -hmm. And occasionally, such as tonight, we'll both stay here, right? Because it's already late. Someone's not going to drive up to the cabin.
0: It was also our daughter's birthday. It was our daughter's birthday. we celebrated that all day long, all together. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we are switching off. This is called nesting. We didn't know that, but that's what this is called. Oh. Yeah. I didn't it was know that. In Did one I send of those, it no, it was in one of those articles. Yeah. That we read. No, I think it was in that Atlantic article that you sent me. Oh, so it okay. was in the article that you yeah, sent me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we should, I don't know if we should put like resources in the show notes. I feel or like what. we should, right? Yeah.
0: We'll link to some of this stuff that we're referencing uh-huh. for those of you who are also going through an awkward separation. <laughs> right.
1: Who just want a fun read. <laughs>
0: yeah. But it's helpful, though. It
1: is. They're great. They're very, there's very good stuff out there, like our podcast. It's an excellent resource for. <laughs> <laughs> so many people <laughs> uh yeah so it is nice you know we can do a little hiking up there we you can do a little running up there mm-hmm. you uh we sometimes run into people we know and have I to lie in- about why we're up there i
0: ran into our boss <laughs> so that was fun and in real life only i mean gosh what two three people know at, at, our, at our workplace our work. at our place yeah. of business yeah. yes <laughs> I feel like they might have caught on when we got into that fight uh, at the office the other day.
1: (laughs) So most listeners know this, but we are academics whose offices are next door to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, uh, literally next door. Yeah, we did get into a massive fight.
0: Not massive. I mean,
1: again, I may... It's all
0: relative. I
1: may sort of exaggerate how bad some of our fights are (laughs) because I'm so conflict avoidant.
0: Ryan was raised in a household where he literally never witnessed a single fight that his parents had.
1: That is true. Ever. The most righteous anger my dad ever showed was smashing that red hot chili peppers tape with a rock.
0: Yep. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) <laughs> Which was a righteous anger.
1: Oh, it was a very righteous anger. He was Moses throwing tablets at a golden calf.
0: But your parents never once fought in front of you.
1: No, no, I mean, again, maybe, maybe once or twice, but again, I just I have no memories of them like having an argument. I have no memories of them resolving an argument. Yeah. but it wasn't until I was like thirty that I read an article about parenting where they're like, yeah, you should fight in front of your kids and resolve the argument in front of your kids Listener, so you, that they see they see what happens.
0: You might be wondering if this has led to Ryan having an inability to fight. What's the word I'm looking for? Effectively, Effectively? yes. Yeah yes it has
1: wonder no more <laughs> listener <laughs> wonder no uh, more
0: conflict resolution not really a thing
1: <laughs> is shrinking into a corner
0: my thing <laughs> yeah.
1: absolutely the conflict is resolved because i just won't acknowledge it
0: is hitting myself before you can hit me a thing yes it yes it is. is that
1: was a young Ryan's strategy to get out of we
0: just couldn't ever spank him because <sighs> he always spanked himself first
1: and you know what? It probably got me out of a lot of spankings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Then I ended up spanking myself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so wasn't really that good of a strategy He spanked in the end. himself
0: harder than we ever would. <laughs> God.
1: Boy, there's a lot of my childhood neuroses. I mean, it didn't take us that long to get here, but yeah. uh, we shouldn't. And we kind of have to set the scene for the listener of uh, why things turned out the way they did, perhaps right now no 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 i mean these <laughs> childhood stories oh yeah really they're set a table they're providing yes. a context yes this is a real appetizer to uh, sort of bring you to the main course of our situation
0: but yeah m- most people at work do not know and i think actually we've done a good job of maintaining a A relatively normal level of tension That everyone walks around our halls with Right
1: I mean I've said it many times But there are many people at work That annoy me way more than you Of course Right at least we have fun together sometimes
0: (laughs) Most of the time Most of the time
1: 80% of the time
0: Our next door offices are a party
1: (laughs) We put a tin can phone system between them So I can call her up and say What are you
0: doing but sometimes he calls me up and he's just weeping. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it really magnifies along the uh, tin can phone string mm-hmm. system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, what else what else do we need to cover? What is this show?
0: Well, our cabin situation is winding down. Right. And we have rented a house that is about a five-minute walk mm-hmm. from our current house.
1: Right, a five-minute walk down a hill lovingly known as Suicide Hill. Perfect. But still... What a metaphor.
0: <laughs>
1: Boy, I hope that doesn't pan out in any uh, terrible <laughs> ways.
0: <laughs> um. So I will be moving to the rental house mm-hmm. for the most part. We're still kind of... We're still working that out. I mean, we do want it to become more of a situation where we both have more permanent residences so that, the A, the kids can kind of go back and forth mm-hmm. a little more, um, and B, the two of us feel more settled. I think these places that we've been in in the interim of the separation, the rental house that we had back in the fall, the cabin that we've been at here, it's it's a band-aid but it, yeah it feels that way
1: yeah no it definitely feels that way and it's quite frustrating it's for exhausting. instance listener <laughs> just this morning i was getting ready for work up at the cabin and i had forgotten my dress shoes my belt and <laughs> my dress pants so i almost had to go to school to work wearing tennis shoes <laughs> and jeans that were sagging around he my almost waist just had the porky pig up there. <laughs> I have tenure. What are they going to do to me? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing.
0: <laughs> I forgot my glasses one morning and was just stumbling around on the floor like Velma. My
1: glasses. Jinkies.
0: Help me find my glasses. Here they are, Velma. Where did you find them?
1: Oh, it's a long story, Velma. Wrong, Rory. Right. <laughs>
0: But yeah, I mean, that's kind of, again, that's where we're at in terms of things we know.
1: (laughs) Right. And that is literally the things we know right now. So we have this new rental house for a year. So that buys us an entire year of trying to figure out our lives Mm -hmm. with some sort of stability and figuring out, are we better off separate or together? Because Mm -hmm. that's one of the big questions, right? We don't really know because we weren't working together Being separate also kind of sucks. So it's just sort of like which of these paths is either the best or the least shitty.
0: Yeah, and and we want to say too, I mean, we are planning on recording and releasing multiple episodes and maybe we'll get into a little bit more of the detail of kind of what led up to this
1: we may we may we'll just have to see Uh, but I mean we already mentioned the conflict avoidant thing and the fact that I would spank myself as a child (laughs) so I feel like that already gets you uh, some of the way there
0: I mean I think a lot of it can just be summed up by saying that the last couple of years especially have been really hard on our marriage Mm -hmm. and I think both of us have expressed to each other that we kind of let things get to a place that was a lot worse than we thought. And we didn't, it was kind of like, we didn't realize it until we realized it. Right. And by then a lot of the damage was already done.
1: No, I think that's totally right. And I think we have a lot of strengths as a couple, but we also can get in situations where we get in vicious cycles of, not communicating well and pushing mm-hmm. each other away, and I think mm-hmm. that's sort of where we ended up. And Please we did stop burping into the microphone. I'm trying, that's really what it is. Yeah, that's in the end, in the end, that's it, that's 90% of this separation. <laughs> we had just gotten to a place where, well, one, we were spending a lot of time together yeah. because of the pandemic, and we were both frustrated in ways that we weren't articulating mm-hmm. very well, and so I think that kind of Spiraled into a situation where things kind of got worse and mm-hmm. worse, and not like massive fights or throwing plates or anything. No,
0: just like a very generalized underlying tension. I think mm-hmm. to me, almost all the time.
1: Again, I think that we were in slightly different places too. Like, I don't think that I experienced. As much of I, I picked up on that under yeah. my intention. I don't think I was quite as attuned to it as you were. Yeah, and and I think that that it's one of those things where it kind of feeds on itself. Yeah, right? you know.
0: And I think I'm a more like internal person in some ways. Like I think that I notice things and I feel them and I almost let them like escalate in my mind. So if I was picking up on more tension than you, then I think that kind of <laughs> snowballed into a a lot more tension in my head and and probably frustration too that you weren't picking up on it
1: (laughs) no that's definitely true it is funny because we both have a sense of of like what do I want to say of that kind of introspection of Mm -hmm. sort of turning things over in your head Mm -hmm. not always vocalizing the thoughts that you're having Mm -hmm. or the frustrations that you're having
0: and just thinking that well, it'll go away. Right.
1: Or like, why aren't, Why isn't this other person addressing this in any way?
0: Spoiler yeah. alert, guys. It doesn't go away.
1: <laughs> it doesn't get better.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think, I mean, I would couple that as well with what I think a lot of people are feeling after the pandemic. And a lot of what the articles and books that we've read have commented on, uh, again, allowing us to feel not as crazy as we might, but just the idea of like, (laughs) how much happiness do you deserve? Like, how much happiness do you expect to feel? And then also like, how much unhappiness is okay? Like one of the things that has been really surprising to us and like, no offense to any of our listeners that are happily married or unhappily married but when we initially we did tell actually quite a few people about the initial separation and one of the things that we noticed was that a lot of the married friends that we told if we said you know we just haven't been happy together like it's not working they would be like well, yeah our marriage isn't working right. either. Right. Like, yeah. We're you unhappy. Hear, you hear
1: other people <laughs> describe their marriages and you're like oh that kind of sounds sort of the same. Yeah. And So it's a question of like well, what do you do about that?
0: And right, I
1: think you and I kind of have different takes sometimes about how how to approach that situation, yeah, you know, whether you should stick out a situation that is a certain percentage happy versus unhappy or not, yeah, yeah, well, and I think too, the other thing that's worth mentioning is our marriage has been pretty good overall, but it's been peaks and valleys, like every marriage, and I think. I just sort of thought this was like another valley that we, Mm -hmm. and like, ah, things will get better. You know, like things, we kind of go in and out of these situations Mm -hmm. like every couple does. And we didn't. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was a, it was a deep valley. It turned out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Turns out this valley was a, Volcano. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: was the Grand Canyon of Marital Valleys. Yeah. It just sort of got to a situation where it wasn't sustainable anymore. And yeah. it didn't feel like that things were working. We knew something had to be different.
0: Right. When I, I mean, I think that was the point. I think I lost my initial point. But what I was going to say was one good thing maybe that came out of the pandemic is I do think a lot of people are kind of having this feeling of like, our time is too precious to just be okay. Mm -hmm, You know, like maybe not too precious to just be okay. And I understand that like every moment in life is not going to be some grandstanding, you know, amazing journey or a moment of miraculous happiness. But I do think that a lot of us are being a little tougher on ourselves in terms of like wanting a little more, demanding a little more and like being OK with saying I'm not happy and I don't want to do this for another five years. Like, right. What's or the point 40 of it? years. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, and I mean, the pandemic, to put an even finer point on it, convinces you that like, boy, you could die. Like, what are you doing with your time? Right. What are you doing with your life? So
0: what will you do with this one wild life?
1: Every man dies, but not every man truly lives.
0: <laughs> Who's
1: that? That's the Braveheart uh, tagline. Oh
0: my God. <laughs> See, it's very Mine relevant. was Mary Oliver. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mine was the Braveheart poster. <laughs> I don't even know if they say that in the movie. It was just in the commercial. <laughs> every man dies. Not every man really. Yeah, so our goal is to kind of do these sort of like temperature checks, I guess, to sort of see how we're feeling through this process, kind of talk to each other and, by extension, our fans. (laughs) <laughs> all of you out there who deserve to be on an every moment of this process.
0: And we just want to tell all of you that we love you very much. This has nothing to do with you or anything that you did. You
1: don't have to choose between us. Nope. We're not going to pit you we're against still, one one or the other. We're
0: still going to be here as a podcast.
1: And we're still going to spend Christmases together. That's we're right. still going to spend your birthday together, We're going to get
0: you your own special bed at my house.
1: <laughs> We've got a custody arrangement all worked out. It's three days on, four days off.
0: Also, any hotties out there, slide into my DMs.
1: Now, you know our listener base is largely female. I know. So, uh, yeah, this is really going to play out for me.
0: Also willing to go that way.
1: (laughs) You know, you might find that it's a whole lot better.
0: I might. I mean, honestly...
1: Yeah. It might be sort of a Rachel Gabby situation of my prediction of like, you know what? These guys suck.
0: Just maybe we together. should just be together. Yep. Yeah.
1: Maybe we can go down to the Mexico Paradise Resort and just live our lives there.
0: Demi style. <laughs> I think that's. That's about it for the first episode. That's
1: a wrap. Let's put a bow on this one. I
0: think we're definitely going to have to do like a reader's question episode. I guess so. Yeah, I think we should do that. I Uh, do think that we are a little... I mean, you can tell by the nature of this very podcast and this very first episode, we're pretty... We're flying by the seat of our pants in terms of what this is going to be like.
1: Yeah. Oh, we have no fucking idea what we're doing. Yeah. We can do a ask us almost anything episode. We'll pick
0: and choose. (laughs) Sure.
1: Yeah. Your question may not get answered. You can ask us anything,
0: but we might not answer. We
1: may not answer the questions, but we are trying to be as open as we can in the interest of letting people into our lives. You guys have been with us for a few years now in our marriage. We make our marriage a big part of the show. And so uh, we thought we'd take you on this wild ride. This is going to be the most controversial (laughs) podcast season ever.
0: It really will. Lethra.